This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast and we're coming to you on the eve of the Man City game and I say on the eve of the Man City game because it's only a few hours to go. We don't normally record our podcast this late but it's been a very busy weekend. We've had all sorts of stuff going on. Lane is back from international duty and he's still jet lagged so he was all over the place at the weekend and I had lots of activity, Panthers activity, football, grassroots stuff going on at the weekend so it's been a bit tricky and as you know when these games don't happen the, the, the time they're meant to happen it does throw us off a little bit. So the Tottenham game on the Wednesday has thrown us. The Man City game on the Monday has thrown us. However, we're still here and we're going to talk to you. So hopefully you'll catch this on the way to the match as you're going to be listening to this game. It's a mini pod. We don't do many mini pods, I'm saying. But this is a mini pod because, like I said to you, we just want to give you a little bit brief chat about what's been happening over the past few days. Obviously, we played Tottenham at New White Hart Lane. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say New White Hart Lane, as you said. <laughs> Uh, last uh, last Wednesday as well, and like I said, we're playing Man City. My name is Billy Grant, and I'm sitting here in the virtual joint with my man Laney, who is actually virtually back in the country. Laney, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good to be back in Blighty. Well, I say that, but I don't actually mean that. But yeah, I'm I'm back home. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to the game tonight. It's uh, what what a mouth-watering one this is. You know, we did a double over Man City last season. Um, they don't get a lot bigger, do they, in the Prem than, uh, than hosting the uh, European champions and the, uh, the the Premier League title holders. So, uh, yeah, big test, but big atmosphere, I hope. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone tonight and uh, getting behind the boys. That's right, getting behind the boys. Looking forward to it, like I said, under the lights, Brentford, New Griffin Park. We've got all the characters coming down tonight as well. I mean, I was a little bit... Probably a little bit like you, Laney. Um, you know, I mean, you must have been watching this from the international zone when uh, Manchester City were playing in the cup last week. I don't know if you're watching that at all. And I think all the Beast fans were watching that game and the game was going to a draw, which means it would have been a replay. And because it would have been a replay, that meant that the Manchester City game would have happened actually last Saturday at eight o'clock kickoff. And everyone that I know was absolutely potty. For the eight o'clock Saturday kickoff, because basically, you know, it would have meant a very, very long day. I mean, I would have come straight off the pitch in Ricelip. We were playing over in Ricelip probably at midday, headed straight to Brentford, and we would have had eight hours of non stop chat and a bit of beverage action. 
Hmm. And unfortunately, that, that, the, the goal that they scored, Manchester City, meant that the game has now happened on the Monday. And as much as I do like matches under the lights, this is a different under the lights on a Monday night. You know, a lot of our mates can't make it down because they live out of town. And a lot of, you know, there's a little bit of late action. People get into the pub and just build up. So I'm hoping the atmosphere will still be there because it is Manchester City, but it's not quite the same. No, it's, it's not quite the same. But yeah, you know, if you can't get if you can't get up for these games, then what are you going to get up for? To be honest with you, it's it's you know, this is this is the reason we're we're here to pit ourselves against the very best. Um, and it's a you know it's a brilliant barometer to see where we're we're, we're short. I and mean, like every every team's going to be short really against Man City. Um, you know, on on their day, they they they're going to be anyone in this division. Um, so yeah, it's it, but football just throws these banana skins in, and and I and I just we saw last year that for some reason we we had the the nous and the, and the talent to, to to shove banana skins underneath them and um, clinching the double in the against them in the last last home game of the season was just an exceptional achievement. And you know, there's every chance they're going to rub our noses in it tonight. But again, you know, Thomas Frank and his coaching team and the players will will be they'll they'll know that they're able to to, to give it a good go. And now we've got Ivan back and uh, you know we've got we've got our strongest, you know, strongest striker up top. It's is there's a there's a chance that we can create problems. We create problems against every single team in this division. And we'll talk about Tottenham in a minute, but it's a ga- another game where we lost, but we could have could have should have got something out of. So uh you know, it's 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 as I said, it, it, these games really massively excite me. And if you're not up for this, you're not going to be up for anything. No, not at all. I mean, and like I said to you, let's let's just go back actually to last Wednesday because we played Tottenham. Bees made Tottenham at New uh, what New Light White Hart Lane, uh, and it was a game where, to be quite honest with you, it was you know um, a lot of people weren't holding out much hope for Brentford. You know, Tottenham are doing fairly well. They're probably slightly underperforming as to where they should be. Uh, as to where they should be but still they're, they're right up there you know the problem that we've got at Brentford is and I'll say the problems that we have at Brentford is defensively we still seem to be letting in goals where we don't really want to be but the plus side of it is that on the attacking front actually we seem to be doing okay and we've been saying that before we've been saying we're scoring goals the problem we've got is, that is, is letting in goals and if we can actually kind of solve that defensive conundrum I think we'll be in good shape and that's why again I'm not worried about where our position is we've got between now and May to sort ourselves out I think if anything Crystal teams like Crystal Palace who lost um, quite heavily at the weekend to Brighton the big rivals I mean that must have actually gutted them and there's lots of toy about you know lots of people that I respect who just said it's all over for Roy we, I can't see it anymore you know the moves that he's made he's, he's just kind of lost it for us so I think that you know they're in a bigger pickle than what we are and obviously Nottingham Forest you know they got okay, they, they managed to scrape together a result against Bournemouth down at Bournemouth so they've got a point there but you know I think they're I think they're what, one or two points below us and we've got a couple of games in hand obviously one of them is this Man City game but it's not what of this Man City it's still we've still played two games less than them between now and May basically that's kind of where we're at the moment so we're going to have to catch up one stage so whether or not it's Man City whether or not it's Sheffield United we're going to have to play all these games anyway so the fact is that we have actually played two games less than them so we're going to catch up those two games at the end of the season so I think people should stop looking at the next game and go oh my god we've just lost the next game we've just lost the game in hand it doesn't work like that it works over the season so Nottingham Forest fans I think are going to be rather nervous and Luton okay Luton seem to be doing okay and they're picking up a few points here and there and they seem to be up for the battle and probably seem to have got to grips with this Premier League but I'm telling you it's a long long way to go and like I said to you coming back to this Tottenham game um, we played Tottenham and uh, to be quite honest with you 
in the first half, we probably should have been quite clear, actually, shouldn't we, Laney? Yeah, we, we, we should have done. Um, you know, we, we, had, we had a goal disallowed, rightly. Um, you know, Rosliff found the back of the net. Uh, there was a couple of other, other good chances. We got a little bit lucky, I guess, with, with the goal. Morpé did really well to follow the, the chance in, but it kind of took deflection off one leg and the other leg, and you know it, it ended up in the back of the net. So fair play to him for having the tenacity to get into the area. Hold you know, a second, I, but what I'll say there, sorry to interrupt you, Laney, mm. but to be fair, I mean, Ivan Tony did come in and he took the shot. And I think this is quite interesting because I think that Ivan Tony actually hesitated. It was almost very not Ivan Tony-esque. He was there one-on-one with the keeper and I thought that he took an extra step and that actually enabled the keeper to pull in a save. Whereas beforehand, he would have gone in and gone bang and it would have been in the back of the net. So I thought that should have been a goal by Ivan Tony as opposed to Malplay. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he was caught between two two thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think Malplay was unmarked. Um, but he realised that he, the defender was kind of caught in between. The, the, the defender hadn't come across and, and, and got in his way. So he, he was literally one-on-one with, with the goalkeeper. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can't blame him for taking a shot. Equally, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't blame him for passing to his teammate who, who was arguably in a, in a better position but, or, or an equally strong position. So taking the shot was the right one. But yeah, it, it fell... It fell you know, nicely in brackets. Just, but then they had the rubber, the green early in the second half. They had a couple of couple of their goals were fell very nicely as well. So, um, yeah, I, I I just thought you know that we did so well in the first half. The defensive lines were were strong. Um, we frustrated. You know, Tottenham fans said that we wasted a lot of time, but you know. You got to do that at those those, those places, you know. It's, it's it's being professionals, you know. No one's going to go toe to toe for ninety minutes. The the game, the way it ended, uh, you know, towards the end of the match, we we were doing what Tottenham did to us at the beginning of the second half. It was one way traffic. It was the Alamo, and they they changed their formation. They put five at the back because they could they couldn't cope with us. So, you know, we we unfortunately let ourselves down by that mad seven or eight minutes at the beginning of the second half. If if one or two of those don't go in, if one of those don't, don't, you know doesn't go in, we get a point out of that, or we win it because you know Ivan had another great chance where he slipped and you know he got up and then he dragged his his shot to the to the left hand side of the far post. Um, then obviously um, Shannon Baptiste had he should have scored. Yeah, he should he should have scored. Um, and you know there, there was there was other sort of half chances, but then you know you're up against an incredible attacking pacey team uh you know and the other talking point as funny as it was Morpay doing the old darts celebration i think that backfired massively you know it's as funny as it was and as shithousey as it is it, it it riled them and you could see it gave them an extra incentive i think you just got to take your goal um you know, obviously you got to enjoy it, but Ivan's when he took his goal, he didn't celebrate at all, did he? I think he was just absolutely knackered, to be honest with you. I don't think he had the energy to do that. He, he looked out on his feet. Uh, but but, but um, just on but this, okay. So <clears throat> interestingly, I mean, this celebration was obviously talking. Mean, I tell you who's been talking about that celebration, of course, is the Forest fans who just seem to be completely and utterly fixated with anything we do now. You know what I'm saying? And obviously they're like, you know, they're coming back to me saying, ah, oh, Brennan Johnson did you there and ah, oh, this, that and the other. Now, the question we have is that, okay, Neil Malpay, we love his antics, we love his activity. 
is it also costing us? Okay, now we're not saying, listen, sometimes when you get creatives, you can't stop creative being a creative because if you do that, you take away what is good about what, they, what they're about. You know what I'm saying? Now, Neil Malpay, you know, you get the package, you know, he he, he, he runs around, he scores goals, he tackles, he, he does assists as well, and he shithouses, okay? That's that's what he does. If you start to take that away from him, are you sort of taking away the Neil Malpay-ness of him? Um, he even admitted, I think, in the press conference afterwards, he went, I probably went a little bit early with that when he was talking about the celebration. And if you think about it, you know, it was quite, you know, it was quite early in the second half. Like, you know, in that first. celebration, no, in the first half, sorry, that went, when that went off. And maybe he's kind of admitted thinking, maybe if I'd scored that in the second half, it might have been a little bit better because it's given Tottenham time to actually kind of get themselves riled up, get their fans riled up, get themselves into the game. There was also another scenario where, where was it? Was it was it, was it Aston Villa? Was it was the game? Or what, what game was it as well where, where also he was involved in sort of kind of the winding up and the, the falling over and all that kind of stuff? And uh, and I think... We were, oh, yeah, it was... Um, with, um, um, the Martinez, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the Aston Villa game, and that ended up being quite. I mean, it's, it's ended up. I'm not saying it's all in, but you know, it ended up costing us 180,000 pounds. I mean, there's a, you know, we got. I think we got to find 175,000 pounds, and Aston Villa got fined 180,000 pounds for all the malarkey that has happened in the Aston Villa game, where everybody kind of ended up getting riled up. Ollie Watkins got riled up. You know, the, the players were giving it large all over the place. Um, interestingly, some people uh, make a comment saying, "Well, oh, well, you know." Hundred eighty thousand pounds for that the the, the fracar and the, well let's say it wasn't the fracar but it's more kind of the incidents in that. Um, uh, but if you, you don't you don't see teams getting uh, charged for for racist uh, abuse. I would say anything near that. I mean, I'm just just throwing that into the pot to show kind of where the levels are at. Anyway, but just coming back to this one, we're talking about Neil Malpay now. There's an argument I've seen people going around there saying that Neil Malpay could have cost us at least a point against Aston Villa because of us, you know, getting them rolled up, the whole rolled up situation. And also maybe at Tottenham as well, it may have cost us a point. Do you think it's as deep as that, Laney? Uh, it's, 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 I think they're linked, especially the Tottenham one. Uh, I think Ollie Watkins is the one that is, you know, more to blame than the, than the Aston Villa one, you know, taking exception to something that one fan can't be proven to, to have said anything you know whether he you know let's, let's let's assume that he did say something but you know he must have had bionic backlight hearing to to pick out what was being said because you know oh, i can't hear what's being said by by people or shouted by people a couple of couple of rows back um he, he obviously completely and utterly overreacted and then what happened where well, there was a chain reaction and you know it, it turned into a brawl which got followed over into another one later on it created a lot of ill feeling and I think that was triggered by Ollie Watkins He's, he did it again at Sheffield United did you notice he scored his goal and he went over and he started laughing and smuggy kind of big smile and a bit of a hand to his ear listening to the, the, the Sheffield United home fans who hadn't probably said anything at all. He's just he seems to have he seems to have added a bit of like arrogance to to his game as well. I, I don't I don't know what's going on there, but um, you know I thought bloody hell he's up he's up to it again. You know, uh, so I, I I don't think you know and and, and going back to Neil, what Neil Morpay did, 
he did exactly that. He did the darts thing to the Spurs fans. He didn't do it to Madison's face. He did it, you know, he did it to Spurs fans. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute, Neil. What are the Spurs fans done? To, you know, do you know what I mean? So I, I, I agree that I, I come, come run maybe, up the other Maybe he got abused there when he was at, at well, Brighton. Possi- possi- possibly, but just run down the other end and celebrate with your own fans, eh? You know, let's, let's, let's get back to keeping keeping like the Brentford vibe you know big you know the, the support uh, I thought at Tottenham was was excellent the noise generated by the away end was brilliant run over to the run over to the away end and clap them and and, and what have you don't 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 do that you know I, I'm not being a killjoy but I, I, I what I am what I am saying is you know I just don't like this it seems to be a um, a bit of a trait at the moment of, of of picking arguments with fans in the crowd that have done nothing really, so uh, you know it's, uh, it's it's a bit odd. But yeah, I I think it did have an impact. I think um, the halftime chat by by in the Tottenham dressing room would have been like let's get up, get out there and rub their noses in it, and that's exactly what they did. You know they they took us to the cleaners for, for ten minutes, but fair play to us. You know we dug deep. They they gifted us a goal thankfully. Um, it was, uh, you know, I think um, Ivan Tony took it took it really well, um, and it, it did actually look like he was camouflaged. I didn't I didn't see him lurking there, and uh, I thought, uh, you know, and then we had those other chances that came later on. So, you know, you take one of those goals away from Tottenham, and we we scored two. You score two away, you, you should should be getting a point, and it's just another one of those games. I don't, I'm not. The, the, I've been a bit bored of the Brentford have given away more points from leading positions than any other team in in the division. I think you have to take into account that we, that means we start quite strongly even without Ivan Tony and Brian and Bumo, and you know we 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 just tire. I think is is the answer, and we can't we can't keep that up for ninety minutes. But now we've got players, come, you know, our A team in brackets coming back. There's a, there's more chance that we can be be dangerous for ninety minutes rather than forty five. But I think we you know we've done enough in in a lot of these games that we've lost to uh, to give us to give us hope um and you know i think you're right you know it's the tendency is to still look over your shoulder when the gap between us and the drop zone is only a few points um both our games in hand are, are against man city so we assume that we're probably going to get not a lot out of those we're not i, I can't think anyone's going to bet much money on getting six points out of those like we did last year you know if we can get one if we can get three that would be incredible we're not expected to get any um but we've you know we've got we're, we're, there's more chance of us getting something out of wolves uh, next next weekend although they they, bash, chelsea. Chelsea they beat chelsea well yeah well we smashed chelsea as well so you know it's, it's like most 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 teams do at the moment you know so uh yeah you know, there's there's points to be had and you know Everton, Burnley, Sheffield United, Luton—they had a good. They had, yeah, they're they're in a bit of a run, Luton, but they still, you know, they still look, they still look weak at the back. Forest possibly going to get a points deduction on top of that. You know, it, it might be tight, but you know, you you mentioned Crystal Palace as well. You know, there's 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 probably a good chance of most of those being behind us, um, and you know, for us to be, you know, in in 
you know, Burnley and Sheffield United, they're, they're not going to make up the 10 points or the nine points that separate them from us. It's, it's, we're, we're only fighting for one more position, probably. And Everton with their deduction and, and, and Forest with their looming deduction, they've got to be favourites to take that. So, you know, let's not be complacent. I don't think we will be. But there's enough more, there's enough quality in our team and there's enough there's enough talent coming back. Uh, you know, we've got Regulon, um, although he's although he's you know he's, he's with us, he's he's only played a bit part so far because he he couldn't turn out for um, against Tottenham. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be tough tonight, but we've just got to get this game out of our way and start concentrating on games where we're expected to uh, to get points and make sure we do. Talking about the A team as well, and you say the A team is back. I mean, obviously Ivan Tony is back. Uh, and he scored two goals in two games. Now that's not, that's not a bad. It's not a bad start. You know what I'm saying? You know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty? Thirty. Ready to get thirty? Ready to get twenty? Twenty. Twenty. Ready to get twenty? Twenty. Ready to get fifteen? Fifteen. 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 Just fifteen bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wegovy or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If, if this carries on, you people to tell me, Laney, actually, I haven't done the research here. I mean, how many games we've got left? I, I, I believe we've probably got about 18, we've probably got about six, 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 what, 15 games left, probably, something like that. You know, so, uh, you know, so he, he could, <laughs> if he's going to go on and uh, score 15 goals, <laughs> um, what do you reckon? Uh, well, I mean, we had this conversation, didn't we, when, when, you know, before the Forest game, we sort of said, you know, He's got a number of goals in his head, and what what, what is that number? And I and I said, you know, he's thinking of twelve, and you said you're thinking of ten. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you said, you know, oh, well, you got to double that because you know, but no, we haven't. You haven't got to double that. It's just ten over the remaining games. That you know, obviously, yeah, so if you it was could, the whole you season, could, you, he would have got twenty. Basically, is what we're saying. And you said, yeah, of course. But if it was yeah. over two, uh, yeah, but and then if over two seasons, you times it by four. But we're, we're talking about ten, ten or twelve goals in in what what remains. Um, and it, was I think 19, we, it was actually 19 games at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was 19 so he's got games. Seven, 17 left and he's got two already. But I mean, you know, I think 10, if he can hit that 10 mark, that's that's going to get us probably three wins, um, four wins, possibly, you know, <laughs> depending if we can get our get our shit together at the back. Yeah. Then uh, then that that's probably going to get us, get us well over the line. You know, the important thing is if he can stay injury-free, he looked like he was holding his calf a couple of times, but I just think I think he's just I think he's finding um, the ninety minutes at Premiership pace quite difficult after after so much time out. You can prep all you want, but it's, it's the heat of the battles when when you actually push your body to the limit. You know he'll, he'll get there. Um, he's had an extra day or two um, because you know we didn't play out the weekend and it's Monday night, so hopefully he was able to recover. Hopefully he's fit. We rely on him. Um, 
and I, th I think we're gonna you know the great thing is that he's here for the rest of the season so yeah I, I'm, I'm confident that he's the ingredient that, that that is gonna provide safety and you know if we can get Brian and Bumo back um, uh, quickly ish um, and some of the other walking wounded then it's it's only going to get better for us so uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm confident Bill yeah and I'm, I'm talking about the A team back as well we're talking about Wisa as well who's over in Africa at the moment now um, and he's doing very well you know his team um, the DRC the Dem Democratic Republic of Congo they've got through to the semi-finals of the uh, African Cup of Nations and they're playing South Africa who is uh, one of my team that I in following over the years actually um yeah uh, but they're, they're playing them in the semi-finals of the afcon which is cool cool which is i'm not being funny they've got, a, they've got a massive chance of getting through to the final and Wisa has been getting good plaudits also he had an ivan tony-esque penalty that he took he was very cool and he took that as well and scored that to, to, to help them to get through and uh Wisa can come out of this with flying colors couldn't he laney yeah, sorry to be a pedant. Congo have got Ivory Coast. Um, oh, Ivory Coast. They've got Ivory Coast on oh, Wednesday. No, sorry, no, I was sorry. I was going to talk Nigeria. about Nigeria, talking yeah. about South Africa. And because I was going to talk about Nigeria as well. Sorry, so it's no pedantry. Yeah. So I haven't, as you can see, we haven't, we don't normally do a script for this. We literally off the top of our heads and we're just like, we come together and we just pull and we just chat. So, uh, so yeah, so, you know, some of the, some of the corrections and some of the mistakes are in there, but this is all part of the, the besotted podcast, isn't it? it's like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yes, it's what, you, right. it's what yeah. you've grown to expect and love about us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, we, and then obviously we've got, um, uh, Saman Godos is in the semifinals with, with Iran for, in the Asian cup. So yeah, we've, we've got a lot of semifinals, a lot of, a lot of Brentford fans probably rightly wanted to get all our players out of the competition and get them back. But, you know, the way it is at the moment, we, we hopefully get winning, winning players back, that yeah, their, well, their well, values well, boosted and yeah. they come back in form. Yeah, but again, we talked about this in the last week's podcast, but Frank Vertang Onyeka as well. He's with Nigeria playing South Africa in the semi-finals, the other semi-final of AFCON. I mean, we could technically get uh, Wisa and, 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 and Frank the Tank playing against each other in the final, which will be quite interesting. And so I think a lot of Bees fans, if that does happen, will be tuning in for that. But I think the interesting thing now is that when Frank the Tank went off, uh, to AFCON, you're thinking, yeah, send him off to AFCON because we don't need him. And now I think people are going, oh, let's get Frank the Tank back because actually he's done some really good things out there and hopefully be able to sort of put that, do that on the pitch. And the same thing with Wiesa as well, where a lot of people say, mm, he's a bit of an impact player, but he's gone out there and he's kind of shown against, you know, sort of fairly decent opposition that he can actually hold his own. And people are thinking, God, I can't wait for him to come back because with him and Tony and maybe Malpe coming off the bench, this could be actually a really interesting combination. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we've only got, what, probably, what, you know, a couple of weeks to go. Probably the Arsenal game. I don't know if it, you know if they might be back for the Arsenal game. But the Arsenal game, uh, the Liverpool game. Sorry, not the Arsenal game, which is going to be in um, you know uh, in a couple of weeks' time. That could be the game where we could see quite a lot of change, couldn't we, Laney? Yeah, yeah. We, we, this one we get stronger. I mean, again, you know, I don't want to be a pedant. And like, it's you, you hope they all return back un, uninjured. You know, the semi-finals of the the Asian Cup is Jordan versus South Korea, and then you've got um, Iran versus Qatar. So, I mean, I guess probably Iran must be just, just the favourites to get through to the final. So, again, you know, if you if a player's have to go to these tournaments you you want them to do well and uh you know i, I just i just think you know although uh, I, I guess that um godot is out of contract at the end of the season but uh there's you know he, he's he's proved 
the kind of player that we kind of was head scratching ourselves and the reason we probably let him go at the tail end of last season was he never really emerged as pretty much anything I don't think anyone could really you know describe him as what he did and what he actually really brought to the team I know he had you know he was versatile I know he had a lot of passion and I know he tried hard but he wasn't the player that we chased for two or three transfer windows and then eventually got I'm not sure exactly really what he was and it's the same with Frank the Tank really so if, if they if we can if, if, if the bonus from this is that they've played themselves into form and we've we've actually looked at how the national team have used them and we can actually kind of maybe you know put them in the position where they flourish there then 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 all well and good so uh yeah yeah I, I think yeah maybe it'd be better if we had them all back quickly but if we haven't if we if we can't do that then then hopefully they can go long and come back in really good form yeah yeah so let's just briefly finally on the Tottenham game let's see where the strengths and weaknesses were for Tottenham they stole the ball a lot from us and they were effective at creating goal scoring opportunities from counter attacks and they were strong at finishing okay they committed a high number of individual errors though um, and uh, for us, we created a high number of chances relative to our possession. We stole the ball from them a lot. We also created possession from counter-attacks and we were strong at finishing. Uh, the weaknesses, we were aggressive, we lost the ball a lot and also we were caught offside a lot as well. Um, they had a lot of possession in our half as well. They dominated possession, they favoured short passing, whereas we attacked down the right-hand side, that through the middle, we liked to cross the ball and we favoured the long balls. Talking about who were the top players according to whoscored.com, Ivan Tony, top of the pile, 7.6. Then we had Richarlison, Madison and Werner, the 7.5 and 7.4. And Christian Norgard came next at 7.3. Ivan Tony had the most shots with five. Uh, Richarlison with four, Madison with four, Werner with three, and Poro with two as well. And me was hardcore in the tackling. Top of the tacklers uh, with the four, four, uh, four tackles in that game as well. So again, okay, Madison dribbling as well, top dribbler. So yeah, so it's just giving you an idea of that game, which is all good. But tell you something, you know, we're just going to go and briefly talk about the Man City game. You've got Man City coming up. Everyone knows about Man City. Things have changed again. Uh, as we said, the title has changed because, you know, obviously Arsenal beat... Liverpool are at the top as well so that's obviously kind of giving it a different complexion at the top of the title so you've got Arsenal thinking they can win you've got Manchester City thinking they're back in the game again and you've got Liverpool fans shitting their pants now thinking oh no we're not going to miss it up on Klopp's last year so anyway listen we're going to go to JB he's going to give you some facts and some funk when we're looking forward to this Manchester City game Hello, Jonathan Birchall here again. On Wednesday, we saw a reverse of our last visit to Spurs, when it was us who were a goal down at half-time, and then scored three in the second half to record a win. It was only the fourth time in our league history that we won been 1-0 up at half-time and got on to lose by a scoreline of 3-2. So that happens on average once every 24 years. And to prove the point, the last was in the year 2000 at home to Burnley in the Ron Nodes era. Neil Mulpai has now scored in his last four League and Cup matches. He lasted that for us in early 2019 with goals against Rotherham and Blackburn in the Championship and in two FA Cup ties against Barnet. In the last 16 games that Ivan Tony's played, back to last February, he was on a sequence of scoring in one and then not making the score sheet in the next. That run was broken when he made it 2-2 two two at Spurs. The transfer window is now closed for the season. 
Prior to 1974, if a club wanted to sign a player, the necessary paperwork physically had to be received at the Football League headquarters at Lytham St Anne's near Blackpool. Then the facsimile machine was introduced as the cutting edge of technology, meaning transfer details could be sent by fax. And that was the norm until the last few years. Jimmy Gabriel was the first Football League player to be signed using this modern approach when he joined Brentford. There you go, JB, Facts and Funk, Manchester City in the house. Coming out to New Griffin Park, Monday night under the lights. Last time they came, we gave them a good spanking. When we played them up at their place, we spanked them right up. They're coming down to our place, they're desperate for a win. It's going to be probably slightly different than when they came down to our place because they'd already won the league by then. And we're not taking anything away from us because we've still got to do a job on them. And obviously, you know, they don't like losing. But now they can see themselves getting back into the game. Uh, I've had all sorts of Liverpool friends, Arsenal friends, begging us to get a result tonight because they desperately need a result from this Manchester City game from Brentford because uh, it will put them back in the game, you know, Arsenal or whoever it may be. So uh, for us, it's a free hit. Listen, if we lose, biggie, everyone expects us to lose. If we get a point, very nice. If we get a win, happy days, like you know what I'm saying. So it's one of them scenarios actually. So uh, looking forward to it. Laney, this Manchester City team coming down, listen, you know, we can, there's no point, everyone knows, there's no point talking about maybe ripping them to pieces and this, that, and the other, and then their players. Listen, we know what a good side they are, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we, they, they, they are the best team in the world. Um, you know, they're European champions, they're, they're, they're no, Premier League. Leeds are European oh, champions. Oh, sorry, I got that wrong. Yeah, um, oh, it's not Forest. Well, well, yeah, 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 of course. Uh, well, um, Forest are well, aren't they? Well, they claim that. All are. right, so Man City claim that they're European champions, yeah. um, and they are Premier League champions. They have um, Haaland in their team. They have uh, Alvarez in their team. They have uh, um, Kevin De Bruyne in their team. They have arguably the the the, the most impressive, uh, uh, successful coach in football at the moment in Pep, Pep Guardiola. Um, they are. They are just in, amazing to to watch. They, you know, they've got Phil Foden. They've got Grealish. they've got Grealish. They've got Rodrigo. Uh, yeah. yeah, honestly, you know the 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 other Rico, the other Rico Lewis. Yeah. Oh, I don't no, know if he's oh, I don't know if he's fit or not. The the fake Rico, fake fake, fake Rico. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Ed Edison is probably is he the best goalkeeper in the world? You know, I've you know. It, Everywhere you look, there's world class, and um, we don't stand a chance if you pick our best team and their best team on on a, on a bit of paper, and you work out what they're capable of doing, and you just go right, okay, it's you would put everything you own on Man City. We know that that's not how football works. Last season proved that. Um, we need a lot of factors to go in our favour. They need to be wasteful. They need to be error strewn at the back. We need to take our chances. We need to be watertight. We know we. everyone listens to this is wise enough about football to know that they they know what needs to happen for us to get a point or get a win out of this. Whether, whether we can do three on the trot is, in my mind, beyond the realms of uh, possibility. But 
you know, I, 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 I don't know. You know, until the games, until the final whistle goes, anything is still possible. We know we're unlikely to get anything out of it tonight, um, but you know, it's it's a it's a big game, and we we we've said that twice last year. You know, we we looked at those games and thought, oh, Jesus, we're going to get taken to the cleaners, um, especially up at their place. You know, as, as you rightly say, you know, they the title was already wrapped up. They were thinking about the uh, you know the Champions League Cup final and, and not getting injured and, and and what have you. But they still don't ever really go light on on anyone. Some of their weakest teams have, are some of the ones where they get the biggest wins because you know as, as I said, there, there's no real weakness in their squad. You know, there there is clearly a, a preferred A team, but then you scratch below the surface and they they've got you know they've got Doku and and, and play players like that and you know it's 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 an embarrassment and you know we can we can also talk about how they've got a nation behind them and how they're they're up they're they're, they're um, under investigation for basically fraud. Um, so they they might get this just talk about them getting titles stripped and and what have you that's you know that's that's something for another day but you know they're so strong because they've spent so much money as well so the the the, the comparisons between our two clubs and our two teams at the moment are are, are vast but you know on 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 eight o'clock tonight then and we're all cheering it's still nil nil and uh you know I, I'm, I'm expecting games of lives from our lot and uh you know let's, just, let's see what happens eh? that's right let's see what's happened so manchester city you know listen just just i'm just just, just throw it in there actually to what they're good at um shooting from direct free kicks uh finishing scoring chances creating long shot opportunities defending set pieces they're very strong at that they're also strong at creating chances using through balls through using individual skill attacking down the wings and attacking set pieces where they're weak at is protecting the lead, interestingly, and also in the air. Obviously, they like to play it on the floor as well. Their style of play, they like to possess uh, possession football. They like to control the game in our half. They like to track through the middle. They like to take long shots, short passes. They attempt through balls often. They're not very aggressive. And uh, normally, their opponents play aggressively against them. So that gives you an idea of kind of what we're going to have to deal with today, Laney. So, you know, it's uh, it, like I said to you, it's a free hit uh, for Brentford, isn't it? Yeah. 100%, 100% free hit. Um, normally, no one in the world expects us to get anything out of it, and that's that's normally the environment we we do okay. You know, we've we've not let ourselves down bar one or two games this season, um, and bar probably four games in the three seasons that we've been in the top flight. Uh, so I'm not expecting us to to have our pants pulled down, but you know, it's quite possible that might happen. But it's it's you know, as I said, I said it a hundred times that. We, we, I, I respect our ability to create chances, and I think we will do that tonight. Um, Pep Guardiola, in his in his pre-match uh, interview last Friday, he he talked about his, the, the kind of um, respect that he's got for for Brentford. He he said that Ivan Tony is an exceptional player. Um, he he knows what we're capable of because we beat him twice. No one did that. No one's done that. So. Uh, you know, we, he won't be coming into this, you know, um, expecting us just to literally give him the points and, you know, give him a guard of honour and say, there you go, thank you very much for visiting us. It's, it's They're going to get a battle tonight. That's right. So listen, Blaney, give us a score prediction. Uh, lose 3-1. I'm going to go 1-0 to the mighty, mighty B. So listen. So anyway, listen, 
I'm going to shut the shoot off because I'm actually already, I'm off to the game. I'm literally going off to the game. I'm actually going into town to go and see the Caribbean to Coventry two-tone exhibition, which is at the Barbican as well. So me and my mate are going to go down there, have a little look at the two-tone exhibition at the Barbican. It's going on for quite a few months, actually, so you should go and check it out. Then after we're going into Richmond to the Ted Lasso pub, we're going to have a few beers down there. We're going to meet Laney down there for a few beers in the Ted Lasso pub in Richmond. And then we're going to make our way to the Globe, of course, pre-match. So we've got a bit of a day, you know, and it's it's not even gone past midday. We're still, still in the morning now, so you can see I'm quite potty for it. We're starting quite early today but that's what you should do when you've got a big game like you say it's a bg i could ever say so listen um this is the besotted pride of west london podcast my name is billy grant we've got laney in the house good afternoon good afternoon well it's not quite afternoon yet but it will be afternoon quite soon um don't forget we've got manchester we've got a big game coming up on saturday we're going to have to walk over again come on you bees let's go and beat the city no walking, no walking out at, at half time if we're losing. No, don't, don't do. No, no okay. Sheffield United nonsense. You no. beast. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.